This is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast. We're happy to be with you guys today, and it's good to be with you today, Dad. How's it going over there? Going good here. Good to be with you, too, Britt. I'm happy to see your smiling face today. How's it going for you? <laughs> good. It's good. It's been um, busy in this and my neck of the woods, but it will be a different change of pace soon, so, so it, sc- it's good. It's good. The school year's wrapping up and students are heading out. Yeah, school year's wrapping up, moving students out. We had graduation, which was fun and mm-hmm. sad and good and fun. Sad but, and good um, and fun. That's good. Yeah, it was all those things. It was fun, though. So it's just an, it's cool to be a part of people's stories. It's great. Hey, you know, as we um, are getting started here, I just wanted to take a quick second before we jump into our topic today. Um, last week, you know, we... we kind of sprung the news on everybody that we're going to be taking a hiatus over the summer. Um, And if if you haven't heard that news yet, you can go back and listen to last week about all the details about that. But um, one of the things that we talked about last week was the new piece that we have for the Roots and Wings podcast, the new resource, and that's the Facebook group that we created on our Facebook page. So I just want to let the listeners know that's there. We're calling it the better together group and i stole that better together from you because that's something you say all the time which i love so what it is is it's a private facebook group that you can be a part of and the purpose of that group is basically just for us to continue to grow community and just encourage each other we and you say the sprit all the time that you get so much from other people you learn while you're offering something to them you're also receiving something back from them too. Yeah. You recognize the Absolutely. value and the worth of people's stories, people's experiences, and as we share those things together, we 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 all grow from that. So that's sort of the purpose of the Facebook group. While we're on hiatus over the summer, we still want people to connect and and, and encourage each other. We're going to be adding to that Facebook group some comments, some thoughts, and just you know just connecting with each other and growing this community around the Roots and Wings podcast. So that's sort of the yeah. idea. So we just want everybody to know about that. We'll put a link to the Facebook group page in the in our show notes. Yeah, that's awesome. And then the only other thing I want to mention, and then we're going to get right into this, I, is we've talked about this before. We haven't mentioned it in a while, but really is an important thing. And that is, if you could, listeners, leave a review and rate the podcast. And I know you. if you listen to podcasts, you hear people say this all the time, and you probably go, yeah, yeah, okay. And I do, too. I do the same thing. And But yesterday, I was listening to a new podcast. And I thought, you know what? This, this guy was like, please, it's a brand new podcast. He's like trying to get people to listen. He's trying to get people to connect. I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I got on. I went ahead, and I clicked it, and I opened up the thing. It took me two minutes just to say, you know, talk about why I like this podcast, and the reason it's important is because the way podcasts work, especially within iTunes, your podcast becomes more discoverable uh, and more accessible to more people when you have more reviews. If you don't have any reviews, it's kind of mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in a wash of you know hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. And 
the point right. is that we, we do want to be more discoverable. We want to connect with as many people as we can, as many parents as we can, as many families as we can, because let's, let's face it, we feel like what we're doing is good stuff. We feel like there's some good resources here, and we really want to make a difference, and we do want to support as many families and parents as we can. So your review and your rating is super important for that. So if you could do it, just take a second. It, like I said, it, doesn't, it only takes a couple minutes. Just write a review. And in terms of writing review, you might think, I don't know what I would say. I don't, want to, I don't know what I would write. Well, let me just give you a couple of examples of reviews that people have left for us. And here's one that's super, super simple and short. The person that reviewed this says, great podcast, exclamation point. Highly recommend checking this out. That's it. That's great. That's perfect. And, and they gave us a five-star rating which is awesome. And just, just that. So if, if anything about our podcast has connected with you, if you could please just take a couple minutes and leave a review, that would be awesome. That would help us in a huge way. So over the summer, as that's, you know, as we're taking the break, it'd be great if everybody who's been listening to us could leave a review. That would really help us be more discoverable and set us up in a really good way for fall when we come back. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, enough business. Enough business. You ready to you ready to chat? <laughs> ready to get into it. I know, I'm sure the listeners are like, "Oh, come on, let's go." All right. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I think this title of this podcast, you did a good job with coming up with that. I, I find it really intriguing because the title is Three Most Important Things That Kids Need From Their Parents." And I'm thinking, "Wow, you can Boil it down to only three? What does that mean? (laughs) So what do you think, Dad? Unpack some of your thoughts with these. What are the three most important things that you feel like kids need from their parents? I think, you know, whenever you see those titles out there like that, you know, um, five ways to make more money. Oh, you know, three ways to get better sleep. Those are always intriguing titles because it's provocative. It wants you to. So I... I, I kind of took that approach to this. So yeah, three, the three most important things kids need from their parents. All right, so let me just ask this question, Britt. If, when you, if you heard a title like that and you go, okay, if I had to come up with three things, what would they be? What are some things that people would say, do you think? Just... <sighs> I don't know. You're asking the wrong... <laughs> You're asking a non-parent. Um, well, yeah, just think, that, about, think guess... about kids being little people living with you in your house... If, if I said, what are the three most important things kids need? What would you say? I mean, you might say, well, food. Oh, sure. You have to keep them alive. Yeah. So. Clothes. A safe place to live. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, and, those, and, and those would be, you'd be correct. So those are definitely things that kids need from their parents, for sure. But I would like to just suggest that those, even those, while they're the basic, our basic needs, of course, even those aren't the most important things. I would say, and, and this is the three, these are the three things. I would say the three most important things kids need from their parents are time, touch, and attention. Hmm. Time, touch, and attention. And I think those three things, time, touch, and attention, uh, to me, I think those are the most powerful things that you can give your kids in terms of what they will do for them and even what they need themselves, what they're desiring. I think sometimes kids don't even know what they need, but 
those three things just will, will hit them and will meet them. And they will make your parenting more effective in terms of what you're hmm. doing. We touched on these three things in an earlier episode. I went back and listened. Way back in episode three, believe it or not, it's the title is Less is More. You remember that episode? Mm-hmm. We, you came with that thought. <laughs> Briefly, a little bit. It seems like a long time ago. Well, what's a lot? it was over <laughs> a year ago three, for sure. Yeah. And we touched on it, and I, and I just thought I wanted to bring this up again because I just feel like it's so important, and it's something I talk about in the Roots of Wings Parenting Workshop, Time, Touch, and Attention. I think it's something that we, as parents, need to be reminded of how important it is um, because life gets really busy. Life gets super full. We get into our routine. We get into our grooves. Even, um, you know, even just taking care of children, you know, you get into a routine. It's like, come on, let's go. Get up. Get ready for school. Get your shoes on. Let's go. Get it, you know, in the car. And we're, we're with them, but we're not always giving them our time or our attention. We're just sort of doing life, you know. In, and then, then there's just the basic things of life. Like, I got to get the laundry done. I've got to mow the lawn. I've got to go to work, you know, I've got to wash the car. I've got to, whatever the, whatever the things are in life that are just jobs and things we have to do to just mm-hmm. keep it going. And we all have to do that stuff. I get it. But I, what I'm su- suggesting is sometimes those things, those basic things, they can crowd out opportunities for time, touch, and attention. Mm-hmm. Um, when, here's, a, here's a real life example and and I appreciate that this happened because um, this is a, this is an example that I that you gave me and that is this I, yesterday me yeah because here let me say it before I say this give you this example this this idea time touch attention for your kids it also works with just any interpersonal relationship we have with anyone it's just what people need from people time touch and attention um, so Yesterday, we were texting back and forth about what time to record today, right? And we, we were saying, how about, I need to record earlier in the day, blah, blah, blah. And so then you texted me back, and we had set a time, and you texted me back, and you said, Dad, is it okay if we record a little bit later because Jeff is home this morning, he's got some time, and I'd like to get together, we'd like to be together, have some time together. Is it okay if we record earlier? My response was, absolutely. So what you were doing... You know, in that time, in that moment, we need to record a podcast. We have to. But you are saying, look, my time with Jeff is more important than recording a podcast. And I would say amen to that. I think it's true. So you had the opportunity to adjust your schedule, adjust what was going on, and have that time. And I think that's a a priority. Mm -hmm. And that's important to do that. Because yeah. that time together is, is so important for you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'm just learning, I guess, if we're, I mean, I can speak about people, right? So you said this as things people need. I am learning, and I learn, I learn a lot of this from my mother-in-law, Diane Estep, who is amazing. And she also, we interviewed her, so go back and listen to her interview um, in the episode. But she was really great about helping me be creative about how to capitalize on moments with um, in our marriage, like with Jeff and I, and like, she's always really encouraging about that. And she's taught me a lot about 
not thinking about the moments you don't have. It's seizing the 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 moments you do have and working to create those. So I think part of the reason I wanted to move our podcast is because Jeff's schedule is really goofy and it's not, I can never like, we don't have a set schedule. You're not really guaranteed like he'll be home in the evening or whatnot. So I'm learning in this new season of this new job that he has is I have to do my best to capitalize on the time when I know he does have it. And this morning was just one of those examples where I, I knew he would be around for an extra hour in the morning where I don't know if he'll be around in the evening. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, needed to just, thankfully I could, like, thank you for letting me do that, um, to adjust that time. But I think a lot of it, what I'm learning about people, and it's something that I have encouraged my staff with as we learn to love our neighbors well, and it's one of my biggest prayers in the morning is just like, God, help me to step outside of my agenda into somebody else's mm-hmm. because I so often get hooked on my agenda. Like we kind of talked about that. Well, you kind of mentioned it here and even in our past um, podcast episode, there's things to do, right? right? Like you have a lot of things going on. You have, um, you have to keep your kids alive. So like you got to <laughs> go to the grocery store you got to, <laughs> you know, you, you do like you have, that is an important need to feed them sure. and wash their clothes and, or I go make money. So you have that stuff. Like there are obviously priorities. Um, but man, like my, my prayer is that we just sometimes allow God to soften our hearts, to step outside of the agendas that we create for ourselves Mm -hmm. and into somebody else's, because it might be meeting a need. Our time and our attention Mm -hmm. might be meeting a need way bigger than we'll ever see. Um, or imagine. That's true. I I love it. We have to keep our kids alive. (laughs) Good parenting tip there. Right. I mean, keep your kids alive. (laughs) I I don't know much, but I think (laughs) that's something I've picked up. Sure. If you, if you, if you took care of your kids half as good as you take care of your dog, you'll be like, you know, a gold star parent. Forget about it. Yeah, Both she was you. sleeping on a pillow today. Your kids will be so spoiled. <laughs> Yikes. Again, <laughs> not good. <laughs> okay. So you said something interesting. You know, you have to do the laundry. You have to do the grocery shopping. You have to do all. And you do. You have to do all those day-to-day things. We do. We have to go to work. We have to pay the bills. We have to pay the electric bill. We have to, you know, we've got to do that stuff. So... A lot of times, I think, in the day-to-day life of a parent, if, especially with young children, toddlers uh, at home, kids at home, it's a, it's a real, every day is a, a, a challenge and an adventure in how to do <laughs> those things and still take care of your kids and give them time, touch, and attention. And so a lot of times what, um, what we end up doing as parents is we find things to occupy our kids right um while we do the work (laughs) and that's that's a that can be good in some ways but that can also be there could be a negative side to that because many times the thing that we find to occupy our kids and i'm going to use air quotes and say occupy the thing that we find is a screen a screen of an iPad or a TV or a thing. And while there could be some good things for kids to watch on a screen now and then, once in a while, again, we've talked about this, that can be a real, I don't know, a kind of a real black hole that we just sort of re- res- resort to. And honestly, so much, sometimes there's just, just more, so much screen time, it's not going to be a good thing for our kids. Developmentally, 
you know, psychologically, emotionally, because the, let's go back to the beginning. What they really need is you. They need your time, your touch, your attention. Okay, so what's, what's a mom or dad to do? How are you going to get it all done? And you're saying, Chip, I can't put a screen in front of them to occupy them. How am I going to? I would suggest this. Instead of trying to occupy them, how about include them in what you're already doing? Well, they're not going to wash clothes. They're not going to want to wash the laundry. You know what? You might be surprised. If you, and, and, and if you could include them, like here's something that your mom does when she has Riley here, our granddaughter Riley, when she's watching, and Riley loves this. Riley is three, by the way. Mom will be doing laundry. And she said, well, got to go change the laundry. And Riley goes, change the laundry. And she's excited because she, <laughs> she likes the whole product. They go down the stairs. They get to check out the washing. The washing machine is a wonder. The clothes come out. They're all wet. What? How did they get wet? There's all mm-hmm. kinds of things that happen. Put them in the dryer. And then what mom does is she just, she'll like hand stuff to, to Riley. And Riley will put, you know, socks in the dryer or whatever. And she's helping. She's included. Does mm-hmm. it take mom more time to wash do a load with Riley. Absolutely. Yeah. It does. I was just about to say that's so that's so great. I could see why you could not do that every time. No. Like I would go crazy. No, you couldn't. But there's a there's, and remember, this season that you have with your child in this stage of life, it's very short. <laughs> it's very short. It's only a few years. There'll be plenty of time for you to do laundry unimpeded. Hmm. there'll be plenty of time for you to do a load of laundry and just whip through it like you used to do. The point that I'm making is the laundry will get done, you know, fine. Not as quickly as what you could normally do it if you were just by you, by yourself and not having a kid tagging along. But the important part of what's happening here isn't the laundry. The important thing that's happening is the time with this child that you're nurturing, Hmm. growing, teaching, allowing this child to experience something new, learning in something new. Every, every aspect of life is a teaching moment, is a nurturing moment, is a growing moment, is a moment, an opportunity to enhance their development. And so it, it does not have to be a bright, shiny toy. It doesn't have to be a computer screen or a video. It doesn't have to be a thing. Do you see what I'm getting at? It doesn't have to be stuff. Mm -hmm. It has to be the the most important thing we can give them is ourselves. Time, touch, attention. So you talk a lot about like there's a season and your kids are in the house and their time, touch and attention. You know, you're you have a cool perspective in the sense that you've parented three kids. They're all out of the house. You're now like you said, your grandpa now, your pops. But what? Does this ever end? Like, how do you do this with your adult children? I, or do you? Well, sure, you do. Um, and I think, you know, time, touch, and attention is still happening in a different way, for sure. I mean, now we're, now we're all adults. Now we relate to each other as adults. And so what does that mean as adults? It means we are, even though we don't live in the same communities, we're, we're far apart, but we are still giving each other attention we're we're in, in each we know about each other's lives we're connecting we're interacting we're texting we're facetiming you know and we're still considering and aware of each other and so yeah it still continues and i think that's how it would continue with just with 
person-to-person relationships, you know, just mm-hmm. people at work, people at mm-hmm. school, uh, people that you relate to. I think being here, think about the attention part of that, time, touch. Think, just think about the attention part of it. How many times have you been with someone and you're having a conversation and, uh, and they just, you know, kind of almost absentmindedly, while you're talking to them, absentmindedly they look at their phone. That's sending a message saying, I'm with you, but I'm not really paying attention to you. Not, mm-hmm. you know, at least not in an undivided way. And I really think that we, I think we need to understand that people deserve, a, if you're talking to someone, they need your undivided attention. It's just respectful. And it's also showing care and love. I think, you know, it's saying, you are important to me. I'm going to focus on you and on nothing else. That's a discipline, you know, that we need to have, but also recognize how valuable it is. You, you must know mm-hmm. that in your in- interaction with people on campus, with students. You must see that, the value of it, and also you must also see examples of when it's not, not happening sure. too. Yeah, and I can kind of, I'm sure this is something a lot of parents feel. I see them a lot, right? So I see my neighbors a lot. I see students a lot. So sometimes I f- can forget the importance of giving them a undivided attention because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I will see you in an hour or I will see you tomorrow. So right. um, I, I could see, or even like with Jeff, like I live right. with him. So I see him so often that sometimes you kind of get used to, or yeah, yeah, you just kind of get used to living life with somebody to the point that you forget the, sometimes you devalue the the interactions where you're giving each other undivided attention. It, it, I think you said it. It's a discipline. It is. I think because it's it's not only training our our bodies physically to put things down. It's training our brains um, emotionally to connect to people, and that can be hard. <laughs> that's really exhausting. It's really exhausting. I think that's why we don't always do it, but it, it's also really rewarding. It's true, and I and I don't know that I don't even know that we even understand how much we appreciate and need. Um, to be seen. You know, we don't even understand it emotionally. But I think when it happens, we recognize just even if it's a short interaction with someone, if that person has looked at us in the eye and focused on us and we had the sense that we were the only person that mattered in that exchange, even if it's just a five-minute exchange, we go away from that feeling somehow um, valued, cared for, built up, cherished, loved, you know, there's something good Mm -hmm. happens when you have had an interaction with someone where you feel like they have given you all of their attention and their thought, you know, that's so important. And it's a little thing, Mm -hmm. but it's a very powerful thing. Here's another real life example, something that I'm, I'm learning how to do this too. And it's just, this is just a real life kind of day-to-day thing. I like to cook. In fact, I do all the cooking in our house. It's just what I do. And yeah, my you do. Wife, my wife Mary Beth <laughs> is happy for that, and she does she does the cleanup. So it's a really nice arrangement that we have together. And I try not to make I'm not a messy cook. I try to be careful not to make it too crazy. But here's but here's what happens when I'm cooking. I like to listen to the podcast. I like to listen to the radio, baseball game. I'm always listening to something, music. So I have it going there, you know. And I'm cooking. So um, when she when Mary Beth comes home from you know when she comes into the room or I'm cooking she comes in especially if she's coming home from work or been gone for the day 
I see her coming in. I hear or I hear the door open. I I try, and I don't. I'm not always successful at this, but I I'm trying to be better. I try to turn off whatever uh, music or podcast or whatever thing is playing. Turn it off so that when she walks into the room. I can, we can talk because we're going to say hello or how's your day? What's going on? I try not to let there be anything else going on because to me, I, well, I can pay attention, but at the same time, to me, it tells her that she's more important than anything else that's happening, you know, in the room that I'm, I care about what you think. And sometimes your mom will say, mm-hmm. oh, you don't have to turn it off. I'll say, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I just, that's yeah. a little thing. No. So trance like that, take mm-hmm. that now as a parent. Take that to, uh, you know, how you're interacting with your children, how, you know, so, you know, you're, with your kids. And I, I get, you know, listen, I know, you know, I know life is crazy and hectic. You can't just, you know, always. T- but all I'm saying is let's understand what we need from each other. And let's try to try to create a situation where we can give that to one another. Time, touch mm-hmm. and attention. I just think it's so important. Yeah, I've started doing this thing recently, like in the last two weeks. I'm an achiever, so I'm a list, like I get that from my mom. Like I I like to be productive in my days and cross things off my list. And um, I remember when I first started this job telling my boss, my new boss, I was like, okay, I don't know how to feel accomplished every day because my job is centered around building relationships and you can't measure relationships. They're not something you cross off a list. And I've been thinking about that a lot throughout the course of the year. And it's been cool to watch some of that come um, full circle. But I've been laying in bed at night the last couple weeks. And I think I've asked myself this question, like, what did you what did you do well today? Like, what were your victories today? And I'm finding that the majority of my victories sometimes, but not most of the time are not, oh, I finally finished the laundry. It was, oh, I, I had coffee with this student, made time for them in my schedule, um, encouraged them as much as I could, or, oh, I, um, took this student to run to the, the car shop because they needed to pick up their car and I gave them a ride. Like there were little things that I didn't even think were important in the moment, but as I would put my head on my pillow, the things that I'm like, what honestly did you do today that was lasting and that was purposeful? And I was like, oh, these were the things. And so that's helped me kind of give me a perspective of like needing to cross things off a list because I am that person. And sometimes I'd feel defeated when I'd lay my head down and be like, oh, I still have laundry to do. And I would, I would get discouraged. I'd beat myself up. And I started to like, think, all right, I'm done beating myself up about the things I still have on my to-do list. Think about the things you did do today. And I'm realizing those are the things that I, that I actually want to spend more of my time on. Those are the things that I want, um, my days to be full of. So that's just something that's helped this productive achieving personality (laughs) over here. That's so good. And I, you know, I think for you to recognize that about yourself, what you're saying is, (laughs) My, in my nature, what I want to do is this, but you're, you're analyzing or understanding who, how you're wired, and, but you're also saying, but what's really important are these people and these relationships. Mm-hmm. And so you're choosing to recognize a, the person over yourself. It's really be, being selfless is what we're sure. talking and about. And I'm, 
I have to be honest, it doesn't come out of a natural place. <laughs> like I love, I love people, but I also love getting right. things done. And so I think I've, I've recognized like, oh wow, sometimes to really love people well, like we said, you have to step outside of your agenda and into theirs. And that is hard. Sure. <laughs> that is hard, but it's also really, 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 well, really it's considering great. others over yourself. And that's, you know, that's just, that's a good thing for us to do. Period. You know, as parents, as friends, as husbands, wives, partners, you know, uh, business, you know, co-workers. It, it, I don't think yeah. we'll ever go wrong. I think we'll never go wrong if we can take a position of considering others before ourselves. I just think it's, you know, it's a good practice and, and not easy to do, you know, truthfully. So this podcast episode was titled The Three Most Important Things Your Kids Need From You. And I think that's true. But I also, as we're talking, I realize like these are three most important things we people need from people. And I think you said yeah. that in the beginning that we need from each other. So it can be applied. I hope it's encouraging. It can be applied across the board, encouraging and challenging. It has kind of challenged me this morning Good. too. Well, I know so, we have to, thank, we're running out of time. You. We have to wrap it up. But real just very quickly, I just want to touch on on the word touch because we didn't talk about that very much. We talked about time. We talked about atten- attention. Just real quick, the idea of touch. I don't think there's anything more powerful than the human touch. When you think about, I mean, healing comes from, you know, touch. You know, when you think about massage therapy, when you think about a hug, when you think about a handshake, when you think about a pat on the back, when you think about, you know, a kiss on the cheek. I mean, those human contact, human to human, skin to skin, there's something powerful in that. And we could get we could get really, you know, spiritual about it, too, if we wanted to and mystical. And I'd love I love I love doing that. I love getting mystical. But um, consider, you know, the idea of human touch now. There's a whole maybe that's a whole nother podcast how to do it. But within your family, with your children, I just feel like your kids are going to value and benefit from you giving them a hug out of the blue for no reason. Walking up, give them a squeeze. They're, they're going to benefit from that. And so will you considering. So touch, you know, use it. It's, a, it's something in your toolbox as a parent. You can you can do a lot with that in terms of. Nurturing, caring for, healing, all those cool. good things. Time, touch, and attention. Good thoughts. Good thoughts for this. this Speaking morning. of time, I think we're out. So we have to we have to wrap yeah. it up. I was like, I got to run. I got to go give someone okay. my attention. Well, listen, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Don't forget, go to the Roots and Wings podcast page on Facebook. Join, the, join our group, Better Together. Also, reviews, 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 and rate us. And thank you for being being there. Yeah, rate us, review. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate you all. See you next week. See ya.